0: Episode for week ten in the I NFL. Predict the Colts on are gonna win podcast. by
1: three possessions. What's that? I predict the Colts are gonna win by three possessions. Ah, yes.
0: Yes. This is totally recorded uh Thursday morning. And mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly believe that the Colts are going to win by a score of thirty seven to seventeen.
1: You can put money on it, literally. Yep.
0: Put money on A.J. Brown only getting one catch. That's for sure going to happen. Make Um, me
1: happy in fantasy. I mean, it it will make me happy.
0: Oh, yeah. It'll totally make us happy. Hello, I'm I'm Nate Kuiper. I'm joined by Corey Clemens and Matt Dustman. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, We are going to go through... uh, Briefly, we'll touch on the game last night if the guys have anything they want to say about it. Uh, Otherwise, we are going to... Go ahead and preview some actually quite a few like pretty big games uh this week. We also have the the odd more four o'clock games than one o'clock games change to the schedule, which I think will be super interesting. Um, but like we said, this is Friday morning. We're recording this um following the Thursday night game where the Colts pretty much beat down the Titans, uh, to force a six and three tie atop the AFC South. Um Phillip Rivers, somewhat of a redemption game, I guess, after how bad he played against Baltimore.
1: Yeah, it just goes to show how good Baltimore's defense is. And how
0: good the Colts' defense is, that they were able to just pretty much stymie everything that the Titans tried to do. I saw. Yeah,
1: I think Derrick Henry had the quietest 100 yards I've ever seen.
0: You want to know something funny? So the last three weeks you want to talk about like like polls alternating mm. uh Tennessee is 0 and 2 in the last 3 weeks when Derrick Henry rushes for 100 yards but they are 1 and 0 when he doesn't rush for 100 yards
1: oh man is the world course correcting
0: the <laughs> everything is is flipping on its head um i don't know the only thing i'll really take from this is you know Tennessee's defense is atrocious, and they have no pass rush, and they basically, their defensive identity is based around stopping the run and playing man coverage, and that's just too, I think, too linear of a defensive game plan week to week to be able to beat some of these teams, even when you have a an offense is shorthanded at wide receiver as the Colts. And as far as the Colts' defense goes, I mean, that is... I mean, they've been a top five defense all year long, but doing that to the Titans is, I don't know, man. The AFC South is going to come down to the wire. I mean, they play again in two weeks. And I think I brought up the fact that, like, when divisional opponents play uh, twice over the course of three weeks, the team that loses the game. Tends to either win the next game or at least they cover almost like 90% of the time. So it'll be interesting to see like next week what that point spread is and see if it's actually in favor of the Colts or in favor of Tennessee. So we'll see about that. But anyway, we are going to move to the Sunday games. And of course, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Monday game probably in the Sunday reactions episode. Um, I feel like that's what we've usually been doing. So instead, we're going to go into the games on Sunday. Again, more games at 4 o'clock than 1 o'clock for the first time in what feels like forever. I can't imagine. I can't remember the last time that happened.
1: Um, and it's the first time in my life I can thank golf.
0: You can think what? Oh, thank golf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're thanking golf here. Um, speaking of that, Corey, when are we going to go golfing?
2: When COVID's over.
0: So, when's that going to be? Approximately? Oh, uh, probably like five years. All right. Cool. At this rate. All right. Cool. Um, so the first game I have here is Texans at the Browns. Um, news about the Browns uh, that I just saw today. So Baker Mayfield was taken off of the COVID reserve list a couple of days ago, but uh, this morning. The Browns shut down the facility again after a different player um, has tested positive. I don't believe there were any close contacts to the player. Um, So there's a good chance that they're probably just shut down today and then they'll reopen tomorrow. Um, The Browns also get Nick Chubb back. They're getting uh, Wyatt Teller back. They're probably their best offensive lineman. And this is a game, again, the Browns coming off of a bye week. With the Texans picking up only their second win of the year, both coming against the Jaguars, uh, and the Texans are only getting three and a half points in this game. Uh, the Browns certainly not as big of a favorite as maybe some other people thought. What do we do? We think that this is just going to be a an ass uh, kicking? What, what or? is the
1: uh, what? What is the uh, Texans' defensive ranks?
0: Um, awful everywhere.
1: Yeah, uh, they're going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> I, they're, they don't, I mean, obviously Nick Chubb coming back. I I, I posted this on Twitter. Um, oh, they're invading. Uh, Nick Chubb has more runs of 20 yards than anyone else in the NFL, and he hasn't played since week four.
0: That's wild.
1: He I has think, six runs of 20 or more yards.
2: I don't know if this is going to be an ass beating, but I can see, like, I I feel like, obj
1: could come out here
2: and get a catch against this houston's defense
0: (laughs) with with his torn acl yeah
2: (laughs) i I think it just depends on if the browns can limit their turnovers
0: yeah that's gonna be the big thing i mean deshaun watson has quietly i know they've only won two games against the jaguars but like quietly ever since bill o'brien's gotten fired Deshaun Watson individually has played really, really well. It's just been how bad their defense has been that that's the reason why they're not winning these games. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards the Browns. I think the Browns are going to win. I am kind of leaning towards the Texans covering simply because I feel like this is the type of game where the Texans are dominated for the majority of the game, but you force Deshaun Watson into a situation where he has to drop back and throw thirty to forty times. And the Browns are still very, very susceptible on the back end. And when you have as much speed at receiver that the Texans do, I think that the Texans can keep it close. I don't think they're gonna win. But I think they I think they can keep it within like a touchdown to maybe.
1: How um Miles Garrett plays it it's just the defensive wise the Browns pass defense isn't like that good uh but they, they basically generate everything off that pass rush.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And the pass rush so far has pretty much only been uh only been Miles Garrett. So we'll see. Here's a game um I mean every, every game involving an NFC East team has massive playoff implications because they're all still like alive in the playoff race. Um and this one could potentially be a big uh boon for Washington because the Washington football team on the road against Detroit, Washington getting four and a half. And do we know if uh, Stafford's playing in this game? I don't know. I'm,
2: I haven't I, seen I... anything about it, so I'm assuming that he was.
0: But
1: Yeah, I'm assuming that he is too. Hopefully he actually got to like do stuff with the team this week because obviously it sucked for them.
0: Oh yeah, when he was out, it was it was bad, like very very bad. Um, as yeah. far as I can see, let me just scroll down to the Detroit injury report. Um, we have a couple players questionable, um, but he is not on the list. Okay. So I
1: what would about, assume.
0: Uh, yeah, I would assume he's going to play. Galladay is out Phil.
1: Gall- sure. Yeah, Galladay has not
0: practiced at all this week.
1: we in Jones' hour again.
0: Marvin Jones are, which by the way, uh, Washington has sneaky sneaky stat here. They are actually the number one defense in the NFL against opposing wide receivers. Um, which is shocking. Like you don't think that that's the team that would be the best against wide receivers? Um, maybe it's because they're having difficulty stopping the run here and there. But I mean, Washington's defense is easily is easily their strength. Obviously, uh, we're gonna get Alex Smith. For the rest of the season, which is awesome. Not to say it's awesome. Like I'm, I'm still scared for him, but it is awesome to see like he's actually going to get a chance to come back and play for the team that he he was traded there slash signed there to be like their starter, and he never really got the chance to be.
1: Hopefully, he gets into a nice groove. Um, you saw. I, I don't really like saying this, but. All, a little bit of the old Alex Smith in clutch situations there.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. He tries
1: to do too much. He tries to do too much sometimes. He suffers from Carson Wentzism.
0: Oh, is that what we're calling it now, Carson Wentzism?
1: That's what I'm calling it, yeah. All
0: right. The poor decision-making? Okay. Um, Washington getting four and a half. Uh, who Who do you guys like in this game?
2: I, I think you just have to go with Washington. I don't. I don't know what's... Well, we know Detroit's defense is bad. It's keep letting up points. But then I don't know what's wrong with their offense. It feels like their offense can only get three scoring drives a game.
0: It's that like like a, kind of what would happen last year where they would come out super strong in like the first halves of games. And then it's like Detroit can't put like a full game of offense together. They're either really good early and terrible late or terrible early and great later on in the game, like they were against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, it's just because Matt Patricia sucks, and uh, he just uh, needs to get fired.
0: Do we think uh, he's going to be the next coach fired?
2: I think he's on the list for this year of coaches fired.
0: If, I mean, we're not going to compile a list now, but if you're going to throw like, him and, obviously, Doug Marone... Um, Gase, please God, Gace. God.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no, they're they're only keeping Gase around to increase the chances I, of them losing.
0: I don't know, man. Joe Douglas <laughs> said he's part of the solution. Oh yeah, well, God. he's on his
1: way out, too. Joe Douglas? Yeah, he's their GM, isn't he?
0: I don't think he's... I mean, he's a, he's a first-year GM. I don't think he's doing a bad job.
1: Also, at the same time, I mean, we, we you know exactly how... GMs and coaches lie about people they know that suck.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I guess. Corey wants Corey Gase fired so bad, it's funny. Um, yeah, I think Washington is the safer bet here. Their defense is really good. The Lions have struggled a lot. Um, and Washington's been very plucky, even in the games that they've lost. Um, it, so. it depends if Alex Smith can
2: you know go out there and put together drives. Like We all know he's was a good quarterback and everything, but he's so been so long since he's actually like played, you know,
0: this is a good he's defense still, to do that against though.
2: He's getting back in the swing of things. Yeah.
0: It's a good defense to do that though. Yeah. Uh, next. The, here's another game that I, I probably don't need to spend a lot of time on. Um, the Jaguars going on the road to play the green Bay Packers. The Packers are 13 and a half point favorites. And I think that number could probably be doubled And I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I need Devontae Adams to be done after the first seven minutes of the game. Why is that? (laughs) Because if if he goes longer than that, he's probably going to put up 12 catches.
0: I mean, dude, he might just get 12 catches in the first seven minutes. Who knows? I actually think the Jaguars, from an EPA perspective, are the worst defense in the league. I think so. I think they're actually the worst. They don't stand out as the worst in any, like, specific uh like positional group when it comes to like fantasy but i think from just like an overall team epa standpoint i think they're the worst um no chance i think of jacksonville maybe they keep it close but i don't see a situation where jacksonville can go on the road into green bay with green bay having you know an extended period of time to not even necessarily game plan, but just, just just to get like healthy, basically. Um, Jairi Alexander matched up on DJ Chark, which is just going to completely wipe him off the face of the planet. So, um, and Jake Luton, future, uh, trivia answer. Still a quarterback while, you
1: know,
0: Gardner Minshew recovers from whatever the hell happened to him hand his hand injury um next uh, and again all of these games feel like they have playoff implications and this game Corey will refuse to watch uh the eagles against the giants um someone brought up a really interesting point and i don't i don't know if it's like the perfect comparison because i'm not super sold on daniel jones and i don't know what the giants are going to do with daniel jones but like Don't the Giants feel kind of like the Dolphins from last year where like, sure, they lose and they don't look great offensively, but like, doesn't it feel like they just compete and they, they stick around with teams and like they get better every week?
1: They're a sticky team. They're depending on how they handle themselves. First year head coach, um, they got rid of the GM, right? They did get rid of Gettleman, right?
0: I don't think so.
2: No, he's still there. He oh. gets to play the uh, broke Saquon card again.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: they're going to play that card every time it happens. So,
1: But yeah, I, I, I think with how sticky they are as a team, I'd, I'd like to see what they do in year two under their new head coach system. Another good draft. I, they have like...
2: They still need help amazing. on that offensive line. It's oh, like, I don't... It's it's terrible. I don't know how, like, because you keep adding pieces and fixing pieces to that offensive line, and then it's still bad each year.
0: Well, you got to remember, Nate Solder opted out this year. Right. So from the jump, they've been without their left tackle, RV, like probably their best offensive lineman overall. So I think it's just been an uphill battle the entire time, and then you had Barkley get hurt. I kind of like... Darius Slayton as, like, a wide-out one for them. Um,
2: he's a good deep th- I, I Yeah. I get uh, Deshaun Jackson vibes from him.
0: Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, as Look, far as he's the not, Eagles he, go, he's gonna be. I was going to say, speaking of Deshaun Watson, as the for, as, as the Eagles go, I'm kind of excited just to see what Carson Wentz does. Like, what every single week it's becoming this thing like, okay, what – horribly terrible decision is Carson Wentz going to make this game. And I'm kind of excited to see what happens. By the way, James Bradbury, that's another thing about the giants. James Bradbury has been excellent on defense. Like he's been one of the highest graded corners like all year. Like his number hasn't like wavered up and down. He's been solid. Like that's been a really good uh, free agent pick up for them. Um, Something else that Gettleman can use. Right, yeah, how good the defense has been this year. Um, Giants getting three and a half, and I think this is easy. I mean, NFC East, all the games are close. All the games are ridiculous. This is the rematch of that Thursday night game that was just a, just an absolute clown show that Corey didn't watch.
1: Yeah, but the Eagles just, like... Are we, are we picking the Eagles? I
0: uh, I don't know man. I I kind of want to pick the Giants. I kind of want to dude Carson I'm Wentz. I
1: sound
2: going against Carson Wentz.
1: It's dude. just one of those things where the Eagles have found like they they play in a shitty division, they're a shitty team, but then they find shitty ways to win. It's their MO.
0: So what's going to be the shitty way they win?
1: I I couldn't even tell you. I just I feel like This will be some weird sort of scrappy game.
2: Okay. It's going to be a weird...
1: Yeah. It's
2: going to be a weird, like, fumble on a game-winning kickoff or something. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, Like the Giants score a touchdown to take the lead, and they kick the ball off with, like, 40 seconds left, and the player for the Eagles botches the the recovery and then it bounces around for 10 minutes and then an Eagles player picks it up and returns it for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. We'll roll with that. I think the Giants are going to win. Um, I'll take the three and a half. Next one, the Tampa Bay revenge game after getting their absolute gig, just getting their teeth kicked in by the saints. Uh, they get to probably take out their frustrations on the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers well, are getting
1: Carolina. Was that this is- Carolina dude? Yeah.
0: Wait,
2: wait, let me just say this. This is a Carolina's offense that's built pretty much the exact same way as the Saints' offense that just totally
0: annihilated the Bucks' defense. You're, you're right. The personnel isn't the same. I feel like, okay, I'll say this. I feel like if Christian McCaffrey was playing in this game, I would agree with you. But the longer we saw Mike Davis, the more teams started to kind of figure out that he wasn't Christian McCaffrey. I I don't know, man. I, I just think the Buccaneers, angry. When's the last time we've seen Tom Brady lose twice in a row?
2: I don't know if it's going to happen this
0: week. Oh, Corey's putting it out there. Corey's speaking it into existence. I like it. I don't agree, though. <laughs> I, 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 I love the enthusiasm. I, don't, I, just, I just don't see it. Matt, what do you think?
1: I I don't see it happening either.
0: I think it's... The one thing I will be curious about is, you know, the, these game plans that the Buccaneers have come out with the last two weeks that just have looked really... just strange. Um, if Brady continues to kind of... Force the ball to Antonio because that first, that one interception he threw when he was trying to get it to Antonio looked about as bad as you could possibly imagine. So,
1: I just wonder like, if it's a byproduct of Tampa Bay or the Saints having Tampa Bay's number, and that's why he's looked bad in those two games, and then like uh, Nick Foles and the Giants are Tom Brady's personal kryptonites.
0: That's that. Could, that yeah. That could be true.
1: I I don't know because I, I feel like if you don't like if you take his if you don't if there's no like history factor to the game, Tampa Bay Raffles stomps them.
0: I Okay. I, I I can see that. I can understand that. Um. So we're split on Tampa Bay Panthers again. That's a big game uh, in the NFC playoff picture. Um. Speaking of another big playoff game, uh, two. Oh, man. Th- this is going to be one of those games where I feel like we're going to be cutting on red zone to this game a lot. Uh, Bills at the Cardinals. Very close game, according to the spread. The Bills are a one-and-a-half-point underdog, so basically a, a pick em. Um How do we feel? I mean, the Cardinals coming off the loss to Tua and the Dolphins. The Bills just ramrodding the Seahawks without... <laughs> Basically saying, we're just not going to run the ball against you. Um,
1: This this is the next, like, legit team that Buffalo is going to play and then get absolutely decimated by.
0: You think, okay, see, my thought process was Josh Allen is, it's not so much if the team is good that determines whether or not Josh Allen's going to play well. It's if the defense is good. And Arizona's defense is very meh. Like, it's not. Great. It's okay. It's not an elite defense. I think this is going to be very, very close. I think it's, First of all, I think Kyler, Mur- Kyler Murray may account for 600 yards in this game with how bad oh, the Bills', can't Bills defense is. They the run. Been. Huh?
1: Bills can't stop the run, so, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, let alone from a running back, but now you have right. a, a what quarterback. What are
1: you going to do against a quarterback?
0: Right. Are we, are, are Corey and I finally have to admit that we were wrong about the Bills?
1: No. No, you don't get this, you don't have to sign those apology papers yet.
0: Well, what, C- Corey, do you remember what you had them going this year? I, I think it was like 13 and 3, honestly.
2: The Bills? Yeah. I thought you were it super was, low on the between, Bills. It was between 13 and 3 and 5 and 11. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Is that was that the? I, I think I I think I got it up. Um, Buffalo, I had four and twelve.
0: Oh well, so, oh yeah, boy. So right in between, right. <laughs> oh, I think I had them low. Didn't we agree that we'll we'll sign it if they get above five hundred?
2: Maybe because they were oh, above right. five hundred we'll at
1: the time.
0: We'll have to have
2: angry remind me of what I said because I'm sure he
0: put it on the calendar.
1: I, you know, he kept notes.
0: He put it up on the I'll whiteboard.
1: Show you, Josh Allen, apology.
0: Put it up on the whiteboard, dude. Um, who do we think is going to win this game? Any, any strong feelings? Hope the Cardinals. <laughs> do you really hope the Cardinals? I mean, I feel like you want every team in the NFC that's not the Saints to lose.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's. I feel like my vindiction ben, against Josh Allen is trumping here.
0: Ah, you think so? I
2: think so. That's
0: God. You just hate Josh Allen close. so much. Can't stand him. Yeah. Matt, what do you think?
1: I just. I don't know, dude. I still have josh Allen questions i want when like he starts to do something crazy and then gets sacked three times fumbles once and throws an interception and they lose the game are we gonna pikachu surprised gif like
0: <laughs> i mean i won't but i, I like I, I like that as the, an option i think
1: it's just the perfect recipe for this team's close but they're not gonna be good enough so like, I, I don't I think and especially with the trajectory that the Cardinals themselves are on they seem to get better every week
0: hmm you're no, bo- man. so you're both on the cardinals
1: oh, to me
0: oh man um... are you about
1: to are you really about to pick the buffalo bills are you about to say no one circles the wagons?
0: Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
1: Oh, man, he's picking them.
0: I'm picking them. I'm picking them to win. It's a bad defense. Josh Allen versus bad defense. Um, although I do think this game is going to be like a 36 to 38, like, insane scoring fest. So um, means it t- man, it's, it's close. There's a reason why the point spread's only one and a half. Um, next is the Matt Dustman Bowl. Which is the Broncos versus the Raiders, um, where Matt cheers for both teams to lose. I I really I don't know, man. <laughs> like this is such a strength versus strength and weakness versus weakness game. Like the Raiders' offense has been has been pretty good this year. The Denver defense is really good, but the Denver defense outside of the fourth quarter against the Chargers and the Falcons who we all know about how bad those two teams are in the fourth quarter. This Broncos offense has been, you know, negligible at best. But the Raiders defense is kind of not that great. So the Raiders are four and a half point favorites. So more than a field goal for the Broncos. I'm just going to go with the home team here. I think the Raiders are going to pull it out and win. I...
2: Don't know why, but Play, I have pretty feeling about the Broncos.
0: You got a feeling about the Broncos. You got a feeling about the Broncos. This is uh Drew Locke going to dance on him again? I think so.
2: He's going to be on the sideline singing Remix to Ignition.
0: Oh yeah, that oh that gifts good. Drew Lock. yeah, tell you what, man, Drew Drew Lock. He's just has, a fun guy. What's that? He's a fun guy. He, yeah, he is a fun guy.
1: He's a fun guy. I want him Pretty to succeed. In the fourth quarter, but other than that, I think he's not that good of a quarterback. Yeah, he's I, defi- I
2: wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give that to him yet. But but he's a fun guy. I will give him. I'll give him the fun guy seal of approval.
1: All right. Yeah. He he gets to be a fun guy, just not a good guy. I like that. All right. Good.
0: He's a fun guy, but not a good guy. Um, Derek Carr. Have you guys, speaking of, just real quick on Derek? Have you guys seen that video? Of it's like taken from someone like out from inside someone's window and they're looking outside onto the street and there's that dude on the moped. And he's like yelling at the girl. He's he's basically like getting friend zoned by this girl. And he's just like, this always happens to me. Nothing ever. But like, he's just like freaking out about it. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah I've is, seen that. Yeah. Like, man, this is Derek Carr whenever anybody criticizes him.
1: Yeah, at least he's got David Carr on ESPN giving him MVP votes. Fuck David, <laughs> Fuck David Carr. I don't know if y'all saw that. Yeah, I saw. I mean that. if
2: if you were on ESPN and Andy was a quarterback in like Jacksonville. Wouldn't you just be like sticking your neck out for him?
0: No. <laughs> no. Good enough. Unless, like not, not unless he was playing good, then I would. But if he was like, meh, like Derek Harris, no. All honesty, my brother and I are way too competitive with each other to for either of us to stick the neck out for the other. Um, which, by the way, I am playing him this week again in in, uh, in the league he runs, in which I am still undefeated against him. I've never lost. So, that'll be fun. Um, speaking of fun, Justin Herbert versus Tua Tungavailoa. The Chargers we, versus the Dolphins.
2: This should have been the prime time game. Get Minnesota <sighs> and Chicago off the Monday night game.
0: <laughs> you don't want Minnesota. You want you want Chargers Dolphins flex to Monday night. Yep. Can they do that? Because it's cross network. Yep. I don't. I don't think they can. They cannot. So the big question: Can the Chargers hang on and win a game? Against the Dolphins.
1: Not against the Dolphins. You don't think so? I think it's going to be... Especially the Dolphins have scored a defensive touchdown how many times this season? A lot. I just... I don't know, man. I think
2: we touched on this on Wednesday's episode. Um, The Chargers are known for blowing leads going up against Tua, who's made his name by coming back from behind.
1: I you, wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers have a two possession lead at halftime and then oopsie.
0: Do you buy the, and this is just something like I mean I don't know. This is the comparison that always gets made about him and we can take it as it is but like do we like the the comp for Tua is the one I always hear is Drew Brees. Like is there is there something to him that it, it looks like Drew Brees? Like as far as I can tell like I'm like I don't really know how you make that comparison so early especially when we had so many question marks about both of them coming out of college but they were both for completely different reasons
2: All right i think you could compare him to post san diego breeze just with the injury and everything uh but i don't know about like just coming out of both of them coming out of college if you can make that comparison
0: yeah I've because he was,
2: like, in college, he was just throwing bombs, like, all over the place to Judy and Ridley and everybody. Like, it was just, you know, but then Drew Brees isn't like, he wasn't known for his arm strength, you know?
0: No, Drew Brees is known for, I'm going to take a football and I'm going to hit you in the eyeballs with it. Right. So... I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, man, he's accurate like Drew Brees. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, that's a that's a high. You're talking about comparing a quarterback's accuracy to Drew Brees' accuracy is, like, very lofty praise. Because, like, he's, he's going to go down as the most accurate passer in history. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's a tough comparison to make. Um, I think this game is going to be great. I'm excited to see both of them play. I'm glad that they're both playing at this point because there were questions about whether or not they either of them would be playing. Um, the Dolphins are only giving up two and a half, and I have seen nothing from the Chargers that makes me believe that they're going to be able to hold on and beat a really good Dolphins team. Um, so I, I'm picking the Dolphins this game. Chargers flying all the way across the country to play in Miami. I'm, I'm picking the Dolphins. Feel it. Feel it. Speaking of feeling it, it's Bengals-Steelers week. I'm not happy about it because for the first time in a long time, I feel like the Bengals have the better quarterback than we do. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> think I've felt that way for like a decade.
1: You were never scared of the Red Rider PB gun?
0: No, I was never scared of the Red Rider. Ry- we never lost to the Red Rider BB gun. Why would I be scared?
1: You're not wrong. Um, well, I mean, the worst you're going to have to worry about with Burrow in this game is him covering the spread.
2: Do you really think so? There's six and two against the spread.
0: They are. They're getting seven and a half in this game, too. I know just as a real quick thing, because I think we're all going to pick the Steelers this game, um, which, by the way, uh, the team expects Ben Roethlisberger to come off of the COVID list either late tonight or early tomorrow. Um, so he will be playing. Uh, they also expect to get Tyson Oluwalu back, and we're probably going to get to see Avery Williamson as well, so the defense will be somewhat back to full strength. Obviously, we're not going to see Devin Bush again the rest of the year, but, um, as far as the Bengals, I, I think the Bengals are still operating at, like, half capacity for their starting offensive line, um, and I happen to know, I, I don't think, I'm not sure if Mixon's playing, um. But I know a I know a Bengals fan. I actually worked with him. And back, I'm going to say maybe like week three or four, I went up to him and we were talking about how good Burrow was playing. And he told me that I guess like on Bengals Twitter, there was this petition going around to have Burrow not play against Pittsburgh. Just for like the betterment of his health. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I don't know if that went through. I'm pretty sure he's still going to play. Um, but we saw what happened when the Bengals went up against the Ravens, who are probably the only defense in the conference that is comparable to what the Steelers present to you as far as pressure. Um, the Steelers, I don't know, man. We talked about, well, I mean, hopefully they get to hear it because I don't want to repeat myself, but... We talked about the Steelers' second-half adjustments offensively and how good they've been. Um, So even if the Bengals are able to keep this close, I don't see a situation where, at home, this rookie quarterback going up against probably the most frightening pass rush in the league. I think the Bengals keep it close because that's what Joe Burrow does. Uh, But I think the Steelers are going to win.
2: I'd like to see. I mean, like, I don't think it's going to happen, but... There's a little part of me, just like maybe 10%, saying this is a Steelers team that's due for a loss. And this is a division game. And Pittsburgh's corners, we've been talking about Pittsburgh corners all year and going up against one of the best receiving cores, I think, in the game, in the league.
0: If you exclude A.J. Green, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you exclude so, like, AJ Green.
2: I don't know. Like there it's just that little part of me that's saying like maybe. I,
0: I agree with you that the Steelers I think, are d-
2: I think that's just more of the more of like me knowing that this Bengals team is gonna keep games close.
0: Yeah. I do agree that the Steelers are due for a loss, but you're a week early. Because we are one hundred percent gonna lose to Jacksonville. <laughs> you think I'm I'm dude, I'm not joking. I'm I am i am dude i am not that- joking i am i have. Your Jacksonville, your
1: Jacksonville conundrum continues.
0: When we filled out our spreadsheets for the team records, you can go back and you can look at mine. I have us losing to Jacksonville because it's the week before the Thanksgiving game against the Ravens. Mm. It's classic. It's too easy. It's too easy to figure out. Uh, but I think we. I think you know most of us are going to have the Steelers here.
2: It's going to Luton's just going
0: to lighten up. Oh, be dude, for sure. He's going to light us up. Um, next game. <sighs> Do we? I don't know. Okay. Seahawks at the Rams. Now, historically, Jared Goff has played excellent against the Seahawks. And this is without the Seahawks being potentially the worst defense in the history of the NFL. Now, part of me, because this is how the NFL works, part of me wants to take that information and say, okay, this probably means he's going to be awful, right? Like the contrarian in you, because the NFL never goes the way you expect it to go. Right. But then another part of me is like, dude, the Rams, like, I, I don't know, dude, the Rams, even before Jared Goff and, and Sean McVay got there, even when it was jeff fisher the rams for whatever reason give the seahawks headaches and this game's in los angeles i know the seahawks just lost i know that it was in embarrassing fashion but dude this defense is bad their running backs are all hurt they're basically relying on russell wilson to do everything the rams defense has been really good this year Dude, I dude, I think the Rams are going to win. Like, his history shows me that Sean McVay owns Pete Carroll. And Sean McVay had a bye week to get ready for this game as well.
1: Not wrong. It'll all depend on uh, the Seattle defense if they've improved or done anything.
0: Well, we know in-game they don't tend to do anything. Well, here's here's the thing.
2: Rams are going to score... 24 points. Do you think the Rams defense is going to hold Seattle to less than 24 points?
0: Why do you think the Rams are going to score 24? They're going to out. I'm telling you right now, they're going to
2: score 24 points.
0: How many points have they scored in every game? Are you are you just saying that because they on average usually only score 24?
2: No, I don't know what the, on average they score, but I know this game they're going to score 24 points. Hold on, they scored. 20 37 32
0: 17 30 16 24 and 17 I don't know what's making you think that but you're you've convinced me
1: <laughs>
0: uh, okay well in that hypo- first of all I don't think I don't think the Rams are only gonna score 24 Uh now, no, time. the Rams won't be able to hold Seattle down to less than 24. I, first of all, we know one thing for sure. This game's going to be nuts. Like, this game's going to be wacky. Something weird's going to happen. Every single time the Rams and the and the Seahawks play, something crazy happens. Like that Thursday game last year. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm going with history. I'm going with Sean McVay being able to outcoach Pete Carroll, Jared Goff plays excellent against the Seahawks. Um, I think the Rams defense with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey can slow down the Seahawks long enough to get the Rams a decent lead. Um, I think the Rams beat the Seahawks and keep the the hopes for the NFC West title alive, I think. Going with my gut, going with history.
2: Okay, I'm going with the Rams are scoring 24 points. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, next, it, again, a game we probably don't need to talk about a lot. The Saints uh, with somewhat of a revenge game from last year against whatever is left of the 49ers.
1: Jarek McKinnon.
0: That's it. It's just Jarek McKinnon. Um, the line is nine and a half. Do the 49ers cover? Because I don't think any of us expect them to win, but do they cover? Uh,
2: all right, so there's, all week I've been thinking that the 49ers with absolutely nobody are somehow going to beat the Saints this year or this week because of the Saints win last week against the Bucks. Yeah, I just feel like it's one of those games where like, for whatever this team's mentality, they don't really take it seriously because of how beat up the 49ers are and like they're so high on the win. But then the other part of me is saying, you know, it's, you should still be able to... You've beat better teams than this this year without that factor, so I don't know. Um, So I think they... But then the the other part of me is, like, we know how petty Sean Payton is.
0: Oh, the most petty.
2: One of the most
1: petty in the league.
2: He could probably just run up the score on them.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens. TBH...
0: You guys also have uh the Falcons the week after this game. Right. And as the Falcons have been winning and like the Falcons are only two games back. Like it's and you guys have not played them.
2: Right. We play them twice in three weeks. Right.
0: So there's I could see I could see where I could see I could see that standpoint where like the Saints are coming off a really big win. You're overlooking the 49ers, maybe looking a little bit ahead to the to the Falcons who are actually having a bye week to get ready for you, right? Right. So, okay. I I, I don't think the Saint like you said, I don't think the Saints will lose. Um, there's entirely a plausible chance that they blow the 49ers out of the water. Um, but we'll see. This, this defense has been... The Saints defense is streaky at best. Like, they look absolutely dominant for stretches of time, and then there are times where it just seems like they can't get out of their own way.
2: Let me give you this hypothetical. Okay. They see this on the schedule. They see that Falcons are on their bye right now preparing for their game. Drew Brees has been working with some shoulder issue, some shoulder tightness. Hmm. Um, they're going to give Drew the week off to prep for The Seahawks, or not the Seahawks, the Falcons' defense. Just watch tape and get stuff together with the offense coordinator while Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill comes out against this depleted 49ers team.
0: I love that. I would do that. Like, why would you not? I think that's a fantastic idea. Like, if, if Jameis can't go out there and... Get a win against an insanely depleted 49ers team. Like I don't know. What you
1: trade for him for? What you sign him for?
0: Exactly. I think I think that's an excellent idea. I think that's what they should do. Um. But yeah, I think we all I think all of us agree the Saints are going to win. Then we get to the Sunday night game, and this has kind of become an interesting game because of some of the news coming out of Baltimore. Um, the Ravens going on the road to play the Patriots. And last year, this was, of course, like the big Lamar Jackson coming out party where the Ravens just absolutely annihilated the Patriots on, uh, on actually, on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all the reports coming out of Baltimore, how, you know, players seem to be upset with the predictability of the offense. Lamar Jackson saying that defensive players are calling out their plays and what they're going to do. Marquise Brown tweeting, saying that, you know, what's the point of having soldiers if you don't use them? You know, this revolving door running back, and now John Harbaugh trying to say they're still trying to get Mark Ingram involved. Is, is there some doubts as to whether or not the Ravens are actually going to be able to compete with these better—not to say the Patriots are one of the better teams in the AFC, because I don't think they are— especially not with what they're dealing with offensively, but there are a chance here that the Patriots maybe pull off a little bit of an upset with everything going on in Baltimore.
1: This feels like a Bill Belichick. I'm going to take advantage of this type of game. They're going to prey on the uh, mental, like, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but the fact that like the, the Ravens are so down on themselves because they can't win a big game.
0: Yeah, I mean the and, only,
1: and like Bill Belichick's gonna shark on that.
0: I think the only big game I mean and, and then again, of course, the big thing here is we're gonna see Cam kind of the first modern running quarterback, right? Like no we had never seen anybody like it's funny, we we'd never really seen anybody like Cam Newton when Cam Newton came out. And what then about we, Vic. What's that? What about Vic?
1: Vic is like a Kyler Murray. Yeah. Cam Newton runs different
0: yeah I'm talking I'm talking about someone as big and it's like someone who looks like he should be playing like defensive end playing quarterback right and then we had Lamar who Lamar is completely different than like their 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 styles are similar but they're also vastly different just based on how they run the ball I think that's gonna be like the fascinating angle in this game um I don't know man like this if if none of this stuff with Baltimore would have come out and you'd ask me how this game was going to go, I would say, no, I think Baltimore wins easily. But with everything happening and all these things coming out and about how, like, oh, man, these Greg Roman offenses, they always fizzle out. They always burn up and, and people catch on to them. I mean, is, I don't know. Now I'm starting to think that maybe the Patriots can pull off this upset.
2: I still think it's going to be a big game for Lamar and I don't really see that defense, the Baltimore's defense, giving way to the New England's offense. No, so it's hard I don't... for me
1: to keep doubting Bill Belichick. I know that the Patriots have been, like, not great this year, but we're in November now. Uh, Patriots hit different in November. Like, I don't know, man. They want... <sighs> Until the Patriots... Fully fail. I just feel like they're one of these teams that later is the later in the season it gets, the better they'll get. I don't know if that makes sense. It's weird because I just I can't say a Bill Belichick team can't win a game.
0: You can't like it's it's hard to write them off right because simply because of Bill Belichick. Exactly. I I will lean I will lean into the idea that the Baltimore Ravens, who are more talented, they're the better team. I think they win, but if we're talking because the the spread is six and a half, I I don't think I don't know, ma'am. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Patriots plus six and a half, but I think Baltimore wins. Um, but this could potentially now. If, I will say this if. Baltimore is if they do lose this game and the Steelers beat the Bengals I'm I it's going to be really really hard for the the Ravens to get back into the the AFC North title hunt. I mean that's going to be a you're going to fall down to what? 5 and 3 or 6 and 3? What's their record? 6 and 3? They're 6 and 2. So, yeah, yeah, so you be 6 you, and
2: three, lose.
0: Yeah, you fall down to 6 and 3. The Steelers go to 9 and 0, oh, already 3 and 1 in the division and they've already beaten you once. So, this is this is a very very big game for Baltimore. Um and obviously for the Patriots, so. Finally, we'll get to actually no, we were going to stop there actually. I just realized because it's yep. uh we have the Monday night game that apparently Corey is not a fan of. He doesn't. He doesn't want to watch Kirk Cousins versus Nick Foles. Kirk I don't either. Lally I don't
1: Cousins.
0: think I will. <laughs> Are we? I don't know. Did anybody? Did any of you see? Well, this would be the last thing we said. Did any of you see the video on Twitter of Kirk Cousins when he was in high school doing musical theater? No. No. If but go I'm find it. Look it
1: up as soon as we're done.
0: Yep. Go find it. It's pretty. It's pretty funny.
1: That's
2: where he practices
1: cadence. (laughs)
0: That's right. Yeah, that's where he practices cadence. Um, But, yeah, that's going to do it for us. That's a preview episode. Again, we'll be uh, recording again Sunday night to talk about the games as they went. We'll talk about maybe for maybe five minutes that Monday night game between the Vikings and the Bears. And until then, enjoy football. Enjoy Sunday. Enjoy all the four o'clock games. The double witching hour if you watch Red Zone
1: going to be so good it's good it's going to be a really you know for a week that the chiefs don't play it's going to be a really good sunday
0: any any week where your team doesn't play is a good week because you can just like relax and watch <laughs> so all right guys we'll see you next time and um neither of them love you okay there you go we're done i agree
2: <laughs>